Hi, everyone. Hello. Welcome back. This is the what episode? The, the second episode. Holy moly, we made it to two. We made it to two episodes. <laughs> oh, wow. This this is the sequel. Yeah. That's I brought a trophy for us when we get to three. Oh, have you? Is that a, you could. Don't li- <laughs> don't lie to me. Um, I want yeah. I want a trophy. I am I'm a sucker for trophies. <laughs> I had my sixth birthday party at Action Sports Park. You know the Action Sports Center? Yeah. Just because I know that they gave a trophy to some to you. No, know, I never liked that. I never liked like the yeah. participation trophy. Well, idea. I did, and I wanted a trophy, <laughs> so I was like, I want my birthday party here because they give people trophies, and I want a trophy. That's the genuine. I think yeah, genuine thing. Didn't I like did. the birthday kid get like a a medal or something? No, a trophy. I still have it. <laughs> did you ever get a Jets gymnastics medal? Maybe. For a birthday party? I think it was birthday party. I think I used to do just gymnastics for like a genuine thing. Yeah? I used to do gymnastics. What? Really? For like a couple of years. I don't even know how many years, but I did gymnastics for a while. <laughs> I would have never thought I'm, you were to I'm be so a gymnastics flexible. guy. I'm so flexible. <laughs> You're flexible. I can do the splits. You know this. I do the splits right now. I don't want to do the splits right now. Fine. I can. I just, people who know me know I can do the splits. I know you and I don't know you can do the fl- You genuinely don't. I I used to do it all the time because it was my party trick. Fuck. And there's nothing that's it's it was very just like everyone look at me. I can do the splits and you I'm should, special and cool. You should learn to do a backflip. Ah, uh, backflips backflips are the one flip that scare me. Yeah. I, I can do front flips all day long. I've not, always not on ground. a friend who could do a backflip. I've never found one. Oh, I think I can do a backflip now on trampolines, but not on ground. No, it's like it's only cool if you can just be like do a backflip and someone just does it. Yeah, you know? that, I, that's I, what I want is a friend that I can say do a backflip and then they do a backflip. I just don't have that much natural energy in my life. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not that much of a natural energetic like can do a sport thing Ooh, whenever. Can can use like hey sprint, <laughs> sprint, <laughs> run. sprint right now. It's just like fuck off. <laughs> when you were at uh, house athletics, what was your go to like? I'm going to do a sport. Shot put. Yeah, I'm not running. I'm not a runner. <laughs> I know you're the park run expert, but I, listen to the last week's episode of Bond Street Podcast to hear Life talk about park. Do you talk about? Did I you? think I talk about park. We run. kept it in. I, I think. think. Uh, check out last week's. Got to plug the last episode. So if you haven't listened to the last one, you better listen to this one. <laughs> nice jet. That was real smooth. Yeah, that's we sponsor ourselves here. No, I never liked running when I was younger. Real? I yeah. I'm just fucking hated it. I have no stamina when it comes to running. I get out of breath so quickly, and yeah, like it's childish. It feels like a, it feels like you're a big baby, but I get stitches all the time. Yeah, stitches are fucked. Do you get? Because I know you run now. You like actually actively run. Yeah. Do you still get stitches, or have you grown out of it? <laughs> have you matured out of getting a stitch? No, you never mature out of getting a stitch. But what actually happens is. You get the stitch and you just keep fucking running no. and eventually I'm a big baby. the stitch kind of like goes into this. It's not fully gone, but it's oh, so not like bad anymore. <laughs> you sort you of, like like the pain. No, it, it does. You get used to it. Right, right, And right, then right. the stitch doesn't like bother you as much because you're in, you're just I, in so much like, ah, I'm running. I need to run. I could never. The second I'm uncomfortable, I need to stop doing whatever <laughs> I'm doing. I was I was always high jump. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> For all those who aren't do not do not know the physicality of Life Street. Uh, I'm five foot one. No, you. How tall are you actually? Don't you know? Uh, you're six five. 
four. No, I'm six three. No. You're six three. Yeah, this is the Tall Boys podcast. <laughs> Welcome to the Long Boy. I know. And- You're six. Six? I'm I'm six foot six, yeah. Fuck, yeah. So of <laughs> course you're doing high jump. <laughs> yeah, but like you almost didn't have an. Did you ever volunteer for high jump? Or like, well, we'll put life in high jump. <laughs> I don't know. You see, I I actually went really well because of I'm born in two thousand one, uh, in January. Never so forget. shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm born in January. So technically, I like had to compete with the people in the year below. Oh, you're like a, you're like a, oh, yeah, that, wait, hang on. Yeah, because I get you. Because you turn the age of the age bracket that year. Right. So basically what happened- Your class of 2018. So same year as me. Yeah, same year as you, but- But you're just a child. I'm just in 2001, like January. Because right. uh, so I'm November 2000. I didn't know our birthdays were like actually close. Really? November 2000, January 2001. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got close birthdays. Nice. I did not know that. For some reason, I was like, yeah, life's just a 2001 child. <laughs> what well, a, did what you a think baby. I was like actually almost a year younger than you? No, I just, you were like, you're you're in 2001. That makes you a baby. Even <laughs> though it's just like, I'm November <laughs> 2000. People give me so much shit for it every time they, I say it. Like, I'll get one of two reactions. People who know me well will be like, oh, 2001. Ah! And people who don't know me well, they're like, dude, I thought you were like 25. <laughs> <laughs> I, I get I, I get that because I've got a big Beard. Yeah, yeah. beard. But I love telling people I'm born in the 2000. I'm born in the year 2000. Yeah. That really just trips up a lot of people who are born in the 90s. They're just like, Buh. and you look like that? <laughs> You're born in 2000 and you look like you were lost in the woods for a couple of years? How did you have time for that? <laughs> Genuinely, there's, there's that like feeling. Like whenever you see people that were in like year eight when you graduated oh, and no. they're like graduating now oh, it's like a bit of a mind mash it's disgusting it's 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 intolerable honestly i don't i don't like it the passage of time it stinks but also yeah. i'm glad i'm year 2000 because i never needed i never okay will. jet we get it you're the year 2000 because, don't you keep saying it because i don't need to remember how old i am going to turn that year you dickhead. Yeah. How old are we going to turn this year? What year is it? 22? I'm going to turn 22. <laughs> well, isn't that, isn't that nice? There's isn't, no, it, isn't it nice have to, to do, have You have to do that. that you have to do it like an equation. You have to be like, oh, I'm going to I'm gonna turn 22 in 23. There's like a little equation there and yeah. I'm not good at math. So. Okay. I'm not going to lie. I'm a little bit jellyfish. Yeah. I wish I was uh, like last day of 2000. That would have been, you know, a well, week you're, earlier. You're January the what? Seven. Seventh? No. Well, why would you... Are you going to... Who's going to dox you for this? Who's going to dox me? Okay. If anything, people are going to say happy birthday to you on your actual happy, fucking birthday. Okay, Janu- <laughs> January 4th. So... I'm November 4th. What? How did we not know this? I don't know. Oh, so you're like... You're like close to New Year's. Yeah, like, if I was born three days earlier, I'm pretty sure I'd get like a special like, oh, you were born on the... Start of the yeah, you were one of like the first baby in the year two thousand one. So that makes you a horoscope wise, uh, Capricorn. Yeah, you would. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that reads. Wow. Uh, that that makes sense that you're. A I Capricorn. don't even know what. I don't, I don't fucking know. <laughs> it, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't. Not. <sighs> I don't even know what animals the Capricorn. A Capricorn. <laughs> Is that an animal? I don't know. I'm Scorpio. 
I'm okay, a Scorpio. But that's, yeah, that's which is like Scorpio, I always right? have to apologize. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always have to apologize for being a Scorpio. I'm sorry. I'm. I feel like I'm not a normal Scorpio. I'm not. I'm not bad. I'm, yeah, because <laughs> people go like Scorpio. Oh. <laughs> Usually we're not good. I share, I share the same birthday as Tony Abbott. Enough said. <laughs> yeah. Like, like that's who I'm competing with <laughs> in the birthday Olympics. So I'm curious. If you're a Scorpio, what does that make you in uh, Harry Potter houses? Oh, I'm a Gryffindor. Okay. I, I'd say you either be Slytherin or Gryffindor. Yeah. I don't feel like I, I don't like that I'm Gryffindor. Why? But I feel like Gryffindors are a bunch of cunts. <laughs> <laughs> like, we can agree. People and they're the jocks. Gryffindors yeah. are the jocks. I'm oh. not saying I'm a jock. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm definitely not saying I'm a jock. But Gryffindors are the jocks and like the pop. Like um. and I'm not even saying I'm a popular kid. Like this is sounding bad on yeah, me. Yeah. You just keep going, man. Just keep it's, going. I'm, like if if I went to school with Harry Potter, I would not fucking like him. Yeah. I'd right. be like. He's just an up himself this asshole. Thinks he's star. the chosen one. The chosen one. Keeps breaking the rules and Dumbledore just keeps fucking letting him get off. Like, I don't, like, I'm just trying to study. Like, what the fuck? How come he gets all the good points? Like, I don't, under, like, I would get, I would hate him. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and that's why I'm like. Well, maybe that would make you a Slytherin then. No, but I'm Gryffindor. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like, what would you I want like to I'm be? I'm good at heart. <laughs> what what house do you think is the quality house then? If it's not Gryffindor, like I think most of my friends would be in Ravenclaw. Yeah, like, are, you, are you are you Ravenclaw? <laughs> Ravenclaw? Nah, man. What are you? I'm a Hufflepuff. Yeah, all right, fine. Wow, I thought you were going to be cool with Hufflepuffs. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not too deep into Harry Potter lore. <laughs> Yeah, but what what Capricorn Rising are you? I don't know. <laughs> Capricorn Rising. I don't know. What? You, what? You, do you know you're like sun sign and moon sign and shit like that? Jet, I have no idea. Do you even know what I'm talking about? Nope. <laughs> There's your Explain. horoscope, and then you got your sun sign, and then you got your moon sign, which you can be like you can be Capricorn sun sign i think and then like your moon sign could be like a libra and then you got like you can be like a leo rising fucked if i know what any of that fucking shit i just okay, said you makes. get one come on you get nah, one now you them. get like 14 <laughs> it doesn't i don't understand i don't understand it either and people know theirs and i don't know mine right. and apparently it makes you into a more complete human being but i just i'm i'm so bad with like specifics and details and like dates and birthdays and times and and names. I'm just not good with a lot of things in my long-term memory. <laughs> I have like almost like a scientific theory when it comes to all of these. And people aren't going to like this if they believe in it. So just oh, tune no. out if you're... But I think Life's that depending on like what time of the year you're born, like actually the circumstances can change the sort of person you're going to be. Really? So I think if you're born in like... Like a school holiday period, or if your birthday is in like school holiday right. period, your birthday is like celebrated when everybody's free and willing to come over to your party. So right. like maybe that's like I've never fucking thought of yeah, it like that. Because there's like this there's like this thing with like soccer players where most of the ones that become professionals are born in like well January yeah. because what? they were really good at soccer because they were playing in the age group that was younger yeah oh. and so like just because they got that reinforcement huh. when they were young 
it, it comes out to like so many soccer players were born in January or something. What? That's cr- this is sounding conspiratorial almost. Well, it sort of makes sense when you think <laughs> it, about it. It really because my I had a my birthday is November. Yeah. Okay. November four specifically, which everyone knows. Yeah. That weekend is a great weekend for animals everywhere. It's it's Cup weekend. Oh, is it? <laughs> yeah, it's over Cup weekend, which is fun because it's always on a long weekend. Yeah. But a lot of people go away on long weekends, oh, so yeah. it's not like school. But it's so it's like it's a weird one where it's like, oh, people usually take the long weekend off and they go away, and so I don't I don't know how my birthday parties were growing up. I I kind of blocked most of them. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why my brain hasn't retained it, but yeah, I, they were all right. Yeah, but it was a mix. It was a mixed emotion. I'm not entirely sure like how far this theory goes. Yeah, no. But it's it's crossed my mind that maybe there is some like a correlation between when you're born yeah. and like the sort of person you turn out to be outside of like, you know, cuz the magical stars. The thing with like horoscopes and stuff, then you got to be like nature versus nurture, am I right? Yep. So if you if you're like really deeply believe in horoscopes but you got to be like, oh, but I'm the person who I am because of the because ex- there's a lot of things in life that are nature, but there's mm. also so much fucking of who you are as a human being and how your soul has turned out to be and your personality and all that. <laughs> that is nurture. <laughs> have you um have you ever thought about free will, like whether oh, you have free will? Yeah, or not? I have. <laughs> how weird is that don't thought? Don't hurt my brain. <laughs> don't have my brain with like deep psychological <laughs> fucking Ooh, yeah. Deep psychological philosophical philosophical Mate. Oh, we don't have free will, but that's a good thing. Like, do you think your actions are actually your actions, or do you think your body's just sort of doing it and your mind's explaining it, th- thinking you have made that choice? If you live... <laughs> In a world with complete free will, that means you will, in, in in some definitions of free will, you will be doing things you don't want to do because you are free to do them. <laughs> oh my God, Jet. <laughs> you said yeah. try not destroy your mind and you come out with that. That is why I don't like Hold talking on. about free will. Give me like four minutes to process that. Yeah, it's gonna you're gonna malfunction thinking about that. Yeah, (laughs) just unpack what I just said. So, do you like at the end of the day, do you think that you have free will? No, because I only do stuff I want to do. Yeah, (laughs) and if I had full free will, I would be doing stuff I don't want to do because I'm free to do it. But I don't want to do it, so I don't do it. So I don't have free will. Oh my god. You see, like, the way it was explained to me that made me go, oh, no, I don't have free will. Is it as stupid as what I just said? Maybe. I don't know. I'll let you be the judge. It's like when I tell you to think of an action movie, Mm -hmm. your mind probably thinks of, like, five action movies. Yeah. And then you pick one out of the five. Yeah. But, like... You don't have free will in the fact that you only thought of those five movies. Yeah. Like, those are the five movies that you had to choose from, and then you chose, in quotation marks, one of them. Yeah. 
So, like, you know, there are thousands of action movies. There are lots. So, you know, the only reason you are thinking of those five is because they just appear in your mind yeah. without you even realizing. Because my experience with action movies and how many action movies have I seen and it's all that kind of stuff. It's and which, which ones are in, in, my, in my own personal close contact zeitgeist and things I've seen recently as well. well you would throw in the words zeitgeist. <laughs> yeah, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> No, but like, uh, how weird is that? There, uh, I don't like the thought of fruit. It hurts so. But like, people, <laughs> like, I don't know. People can't seem to. The one that also like sort of messed me up. The example is like everything else that doesn't have like life. People don't think has free will. Like you know, if you like ran a simulation of the universe where yeah. like one atom smashes into another atom and then it smashes into another and like eventually you keep running, you, you start with like the big bang yeah. and you run it all the way perfectly until you have earth. Yeah. People are like, oh yeah, that makes lots of sense. If you type in everything exactly how it was and run the simulation, you'll yeah. get everything exactly as it is. Yeah. Maybe. But then, but then, does that also mean that all the people are exactly the same? I don't know. Or, like, those atoms would end so up in that things. place. Yeah. The only difference between those atoms being there and not being somewhere else is free will. Yeah. So it's like, dude, what? <laughs> this is, uh, yeah, all right. Well, welcome to the Bond Street <laughs> Podcast, where we uh, ruin your life yeah. every week. There's no free will. Nothing is random. Um, everything... And then that, but then you go into horoscopes and you're like, maybe, maybe, maybe horoscope. I don't know if like some like mojo at fucking the newspaper can tell how my life's going to be today, but fuck, I don't know. I'll, I'll read it. <laughs> but like, it, how much is nature versus nurture then, I guess? But then was nurture always meant to. Fuck, I can't. It all goes round in circles and circles and circles. Until my head fucking explodes. I'm so not read up enough about any of these topics to. <laughs> be a voice on what you should listen to but all i guess all the old philosophers back in their day who yeah, were, who were they like, just people who just like talked and think for a very long time yeah and then just like hey mm. guys i thought about this for a while here's what i think and everyone's like whoa i guess you're right plato i don't know that is a good thought mate keep That's, doing yeah, that keep thinking keep, keep thinking, thinking buddy we'll think about what you've thought about whilst yeah. you think of something new to yeah. think about that's what they were doing. And yeah. but I guess maybe that's what we're doing now. So who who says but we're not well-read enough? But was that their choice? Our, podca was our podcast is the Monday Philosophers. That's the real question. Yeah, welcome to Bond Street <laughs> Philosophy. Fucking hell, I hate... I, I, it's such a wanky thing, but it's so, like, but kind of... <laughs> no. I don't, I, uh, philosophy is just such a, I never studied it in school or anything, but it's still no, no. just like deeply interests Dude, me. I love it. I could never study it. I could never write like a thesis paper on like a philosophy subject or anything like that. I do not have the patience or the brain power for it. And I'll probably explode if I ever try to. <laughs> philosophy was basically designed for podcasts. Pretty, pretty There's a bunch of philosophy <laughs> podcasts out there. We are not one of them. We're not mean? a philosophy podcast. We're not oh, a philosophy podcast. The philosophy podcast. That's We're not got a, a ring to it, man. We're not. There's a bunch of them out there by a bunch of smarties. smarties. Not saying we're not smart. We are the smartest people in the this world. This is the smartest podcast that you've ever seen. Um, nah. Yeah, you've ever seen? Fucking good one, Jet. 
<laughs> yeah. I have a question. Yes. Let's go out of philosophy. Yeah, because we're going to get stuck. <laughs> <laughs> you always get stuck. Okay, if you had to live in another country for six months, where would you where would you live? Oh, uh, in six months? No, for six months. Yeah, for six months. Yeah, at America. <laughs> America. Well, like <laughs> America is that where you'd actually want to go? Yeah. Yeah. What? 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 For the opportunities. In the popular in in entertainment. Oh, what a what a what a for, for logical the, answer for the career move. I would be like, you know, I'm going to go to America. I'm going to do some classes over there, and I'll try to make some friends and see if I can get on any sets or anything like that, and yeah. just try to get a gig in America and LA make some parties. Yeah, stuff like that. Um, logistically, just for a career move, I would do America. If I yeah, America for six months. I I don't want to live in America. I, mm. Living in America sounds like an actual nightmare, <laughs> but I do respect their entertainment system, dude. It's it, yeah. You can't there's like nothing. every culture, maybe not every culture. Astra- here in Australia, definitely yeah. we are influenced by it. Not only we're influenced by it, we are. We're, I wish we were more influenced by it in the way of in like give more money to artists. Well, I get, not even that, because like America's entertainment system, unf- like luckily for them, is go capitalism, um, not government funded. Yeah, they they not they're not reliant on their government to give them money mm. to make their products. Otherwise, here in Australia, we are so dependent on the government bodies <laughs> to give us money so we can make the shit we want to make. Please, screen Australia. Yeah. See me. Yeah. See me. ABC, please sponsor this podcast. Like, please pick up this podcast. <laughs> like, ev- fucking everything. We're so bound to... and like, But America, because of how it came up in Hollywood and shit, they're not bound by government being like, yeah, you're not. And BBC's... As BBC has been shit for they've done shit <laughs> some yeah. shitty things television licenses boo don't like that but they do just go like oh we trust the comedians to put on the good shows so we're gonna give them all the money we can and they can do that in the UK as well not to the same level and influence and like level of America yeah and it's just shit yeah America <laughs> really is a great place to be an up and coming comedian yeah like honestly, some of the other countries, even the oh. UK, you can't because what's the UK? Like I don't know. You sort of have to be in the click. Yeah, although America, you don't really. America, you can really be. You can. There's a lot of nepotism babies in America. Don't we can't forget about the nepotism babies. Woo-hoo! But there's a lot of people who are genuinely like self-made. Yeah. Like not not to. I know he's popular and really sh- like that, but like Pete Davidson. Just made made his own way. Yeah, <laughs> made his own way. Most <laughs> of them have a really good story of like being a nobody. And yeah, rags to there's a lot of there's a lot of rags to and there's a lot of people in Melbourne and across Australia that have like similar rags to riches. But like this, to me, I'm ceiling. like to me, I'm like they're really funny. But I'm like, why why doesn't all of Australia know these people? Please know yeah. these people. They're, they're so ready to be those people, but because we just don't have like the systems in place to allow us to be more in, instead of when you people go like Australian comedy like oh we I don't like Australian comedy Dave Hughes is stinky and it's just like well there's yeah. so there's so much more go see some live comedy and you'll see there's so much more comedy and entertainment 
there. Yeah. Most of the comedians in Australia, they do comedy as their side thing and yeah. they'll be doing, say, radio or TV as their main, main oh, thing. In in America, I th- I th- what, did you, what did you say? Did you say Australia? In Australia, like most most comedians- Most comedians- uh, It's like a- their side, like even though it's what they see yeah. themselves as- they're doing something else to actually pay the bills. Yeah. So yeah. like like Peter Hellier um, on the project, and he's a comedian. Oh yeah, and he's and he's and he's also doing how to stay married and stuff like that. Yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, but all the uh, like all the other comedians in Australia, like the significant. It's also like not that they have to do it a side thing, but they kind of have to have a day job too, like a real life job, and then do comedy. And I'm like, you should be living off this people should be paying you to do this because you are so bloody talented and you've been doing this for so long why are you not the reason why they're not there's not no fault of their own but it's like fuck can we support our artists please i don't know but do we want more government support yes but also we need well other systems in place i've also noticed like australian comedians like yes. the ones that are actually making the money yes are the ones other ones on TikTok, and Although, are doing like those Facebook things. You know, like what are they called? They're not fan making, barn films or something. Fan barn films. Yeah. yeah, they're not even making that much money because TikTok Australia, TikTok in Australia, you don't get money from TikToks. Really? There's no like ad revenue from TikToks in Australia. Oh, of course there isn't. Yeah, the only way that you can get really revenue from a TikTok is if you're doing a sponsored TikTok. Yeah, and then you have to like sign with an agency. Yeah, and then you got like AdSense and agencies and yeah, stuff like that. So like, on the scale, like not many people are getting paid on TikTok. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's fucked. <laughs> yeah, it's hard to be a content creator in Australia. I guess. How hard is it to be a content creator in Australia? Oh my god. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, and YouTube's just getting worse every day. Oh, I can't. <laughs> Listen to last week's episode where we talk about YouTube. <laughs> YouTube. I think I something is going to be coming up that's different. Like, that's not YouTube, not TikTok. And it will be a place where creative people actually get to share because creative people always want to share their creativity no matter what and right now they're either doing tiktok where they sort of have to follow a trend yeah or they're doing youtube which definitely has a lot of creativity but is slowly losing it as we spoke about in the first episode of the bond street podcast i've i haven't watched a youtube video in a very long time where i've gone like oh i have not seen anything like this before yeah, really? that's the problem that YouTube has nowadays. All of the creators that were doing things that were like creative have sort of dialed down their creativity yeah. to create a living, oh, which is fine. But now creative people are like, where do I go? I mean, you got some, even the, even the creativity that is there, I'm just like so not interested. Yeah. I don't know if you know if Mr. Beast. Who's that? Mr. Beast is a YouTuber, a YouTuber, and he just usually just spends a lot of money on just shit. He just like gives away yeah. money. No, shit. I I know who he is, and uh, I, I've and never really been yeah, into the, his stuff. I just saw on the other day he was like, "Oh, we made an actual Charlie. We made an actual Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory. We made like a legit Willy Wonka's Chocolate Factory." And I was like, yeah, "Oh, that's so that. creative, and that's cool." But I'm so just not interested in this frat boy energy being. Like, 
What's up, guys? Welcome back to Mr. Bay. I'm just so, like, then, there you get out of, the, like, the, oh. I've noticed that with, like, a lot of content nowadays. I find myself spending less and less time watching YouTube or... Yeah, I don't. Even, like, TV shows and movies, they're not... Uh, uh, exciting me as much as I they used to, and I'm just replacing that with actual, like, better stuff. Oh, what are you replacing them with then? I've started boxing. I oh, like real world things. Yeah, like actually, like getting out of the house. Like I'm finding it right <laughs> less and less like intriguing to sit at my computer and watch YouTube anymore. I watch a lot of like TV and movies just for like the inspiration. Be like, ah, oh, that's cool. Mm. I want to do that. And then I'll go like, and I'll go do that. <laughs> yeah. If I say, yeah, for example, like I, I, if I saw someone doing like boxing in a gym, mm. in a TV show, I'll write that down and I'll be like, <laughs> I'm going to go to a boxing gym and do like a free trial class. Dude, at some point. you are always doing stuff like that. And that's <laughs> why I like, yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah. So that's how I, I kind of get inspiration from movies and TV. I don't, I barely, I don't really, I watch it more for the inspiration and the, places yeah. that my brain go rather than to be genuinely entertained yeah i think i've definitely noticed that with you and it's like what like how many ideas does this guy have yeah, like I, I genuinely watch so much stuff and i i if i'm not if I'm, my brain's like i don't care about the story within 20 minutes into something i usually just turn it off and then i go to the next thing to get a new source of inspiration because <laughs> and then i'm like I, I i've taken everything i can out of this show or movie I'm not going to be getting anything else out of this. I've just gotten like the concept, the genre, the tone, the storyline, and like the main setting. And then I'm like, done. I don't need anything else from this. Next. What do you think <laughs> is the main inspiration for your your comedy at the moment? Because uh, like, yeah, you've got some random, interesting ideas, and is, I, is, I love is, all of them. It is solely based on a giant list I have in my phone, a randomized computer, <laughs> a randomized list of. Again, after I watch these shows, I'll write down like the location, the basic premise, yeah, the 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 genre, the tone, or whatever, and then the, the title, and then I'll just like chuck it in the list, and then I leave it, and then I shuffle it, and then it comes up, and I'll be like, ah, oh, this set of words makes me think of this, and then I can do something funny around that, and then I'll do that. What's can- it like meeting all these comedians? It it's it's cool. I, I don't know. It's 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 a cool it's a cool vibe. I, I like I like hanging out with them. You wouldn't think that there's such like a big comedy space within Melbourne. Re- really? Yeah. You are not in the comedy sphere nope. where I. I am. guess that sounds a bit silly now that we have a Melbourne International Comedy Festival. But I've always We've thought had it for it, a while. <laughs> but I, <laughs> I've always thought it was like the big names. No. But like when you actually dive deep Melbourne- into it, there's. So many people putting on shows all over Melbourne, and I'm like, whoa! Yeah. I didn't realize that this really was like a thriving community of people because you don't really see them on Instagram or anything. Or like, oh, yeah, the Melbourne comedy scene is so deep and diverse and dense. Yeah, the three D's of the Melbourne comedy. The three scene. D's of the no, Melbourne but comedy. like legit, it's 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 for any kind of comedy and for any kind of story that you want to hear and you want to talk about and you want to tell yeah. and you want to see. There is a comedian in Melbourne that's wanting to put on a show specifically for you. Mm. Any interest, anything you want in the world, you can find at the Melbourne Comedy Festival or just at any open up mic night. Pretty much, there's so many like. Melbourne comedians out there and it it's it sucks that people like you don't know about like half of them. Oh man. 
I know them all only through you. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, there are so many talented people that aren't in 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 the spotlight where they should be. Like, I think I genuinely probably would think that Melbourne has one of the best comedy scenes, if talent in for talent wise, probably in the world. Well, it's really interesting because what you were saying before is like people can't reach a certain there's like a threshold there's like there's a, a ceiling. ceiling there's a huge yeah. ceiling but you've comedy. got all of this talent in Melbourne because obviously Melbourne Comedy Festival attracts people yeah. and that sort of stuff like there in Australia that- this is the place to be for comedy but there is a ceiling so it's like well you know it's almost like Melbourne or Australia in general needs like a, a sketch comedy show or yeah. something because there's well, all this untapped talent that they is used to just sort of to like always they used to always be like sketch comedy shows on like Channel Ten like Skit House really? and all that kind of stuff yeah there used to be so many I don't of, remember I mean like you got like Kath and Kim's and stuff like that and oh, like Muriel's yeah. Wedding yeah. there's so many like iconic. Yeah. Culturally iconic. Boy. Yeah, exactly. Like, Boy. like, and that's not happening anymore. No, because there's not a space for it. Because sketch comedy is very, um, like it's it's expensive to produce. It's like <laughs> usually hit or miss. Yeah, and that's why big production companies like we're not going to put on a sketch show because we don't. That's a risk for us. It's also really risky in terms of crossing a line. I mean, like, yeah, you there are really bad consequences for. Pissing I mean, people off nowadays. Yeah, it's it's pretty easy not to. Well, yeah, but <laughs> it's pretty easy not if to. If you're piss people if you're off. a production house, are you going to yeah. put your no, money very... into Married at First Sight, or are you going to put your money into a comedian? But if they put into money into Married at First Sight, it's much easier because with like they don't have to hire as many writers. Yeah, they don't have to hire like they don't the act. There's no actors on the show. They don't really have to hire extras. They don't have to. And with sketch comedy shows, which is very fun and interesting, mm. which I never thought about, but I, they're like, yeah, the reason why people don't make sketch comedy shows is because how many locations are there in a sketch comedy show? Every, well, you would hope every four to six minutes, there's a different location, a different set of actors, a different set of extras, a different set of costumes, a different set of like props. Because it's different sketches, they're not in the same place. They're not, so it's going to be yeah. like five times more expensive than a sitcom where you just have to have one set, one set of actors, one set of props, mm. one set of costumes. <laughs> where sketch comedy is like, whoa, you have to do like five times the work. <laughs> there are ways around it. Like you could do something like Mr. Bean Iconic. within, well, obviously, like you're not going to do Mr. Bean, but that was, well, Rowan Atkinson started off as a live performer. He did. And he, oh, dude, his performances are great. Oh, love Roll Call Sketch, The Devil. Oh, my <laughs> God. If you haven't seen them, Those check are some them classics. out. Yeah. But that's the thing. He was like, oh, I have, I'm very good at talented and doing it on stage. And then they were like, cool, you have a TV show now. And yeah. He was like, Sick. <laughs> yeah, because it's like you sort of know what English comedy is yeah. because of those TV TV shows were created and yeah. uh, introduce you to these comedians. And you also know what American comedy is because obviously like Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live and the millions of comedians that have been Everyone gets a sitcom pumped over there. out of that one. Yeah, pretty but, much. But uh, Australia doesn't have that like pathway up. Like you just have all these comedians that are great, but they just don't have like a pathway up into the international unless they just want to leave Australia, which is like... Yeah. Weird, you know? I have a solution, a controversial solution to this problem. Money. 
No, well, yeah. Money. No, I have a okay, very yeah. controversial solution to this what, problem. What is it? What is it? And I don't know how many people agree with me because it's not a genre that people genuinely like, generally like. We in Australia need a proper late night talk show. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We do, f- Sorry. We need a talk show. <laughs> Maybe not even like a, like a classic talk show, but like something along we, those lines that sort of creates the culture that well, embraces it. Because we have the project. <laughs> yeah, but that's just a news show. That's pretty much a news show, which is sure. Uh, say what you will about the project. It's it's a show. I, I know, I'm not going to get into my yeah. opinions on the project. Um, it's, it's either here or there. But... Um, with a talk show, they have people every night in America that get on, um, like, American celebrities for the most part, talking about their American shows or their American music. Yeah. And it's just a, a whole celebration of Americana. And they do the same thing with Graham Norton, and they do the same, like, they have it there. They have that yeah, sorted. Yeah, and it's so And unique. it's a celebration of UK culture where it's like they get the UK celebrities on and they yeah. play the UK music, and they it's a celebration of UK culture. We don't fucking have that in Australia. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, because there's no way to celebrate. Where does an Australian go to celebrate their work? They go to America and they go to the UK. And that doesn't. But if like an Australian, that's why there's so many shows on like SBS, ABC, whatnot, just being like, oh, I didn't even know that show fucking existed because I only know if I didn't see an ad for it, I don't know it exists. Yeah, (laughs) that's actually a really interesting idea. It would take so much money to do, but it would. Late night talk shows don't have the highest, like, people go like, ah, fuck James Corden, yada, yada, yada. Jimmy Fallon, Jimmy Kimmel, they're not funny, but we need them. We need an Australian version. So we get like, oh, I'm working on this new TV show. I'm talking to you about this and I'm getting an interview. And then they can go like, oh, we got an Australian band to play an Australian song here. Look look at that. That's so cool. And like, (laughs) yeah. And when you think about it, like, Graham Norton, I watch Graham Norton, and I'm Australian. Yeah. And maybe I don't get to know any new people because I only watch Graham Norton when I know the guests. Yeah. But I do watch it. Yeah. And you're like, ah, oh, cool. But if it just needs to be something in Australia. And so it doesn't only just help the Australian comedy scene, it helps the Australian drama scene, it helps the Australian music scene, it helps the Australian everything because there are so many bands that I like, but I don't know what they look like. <laughs> Wait, what? I just, I will listen to their songs like, oh, I like Spacey Jane. I don't know what Spacey Jane looks like. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but if they were on our television screens playing music, and I know I'm not, like, f- searching it out so I won't find it. Yeah. But if they were, like, regulars on the television screens, we would have more and more reasons to know That's who a these really interesting idea. Are. I would, because everyone, everyone knows who Billie Eilish looks like and yada, yada, yada. Banana. Yeah. Banana. <laughs> That's my controversial solution. Controversial solution to the the Australian media like blind spot that we fucking have. <laughs> we certainly have a blind spot, and it's odd because of we really do have a vibrant and thriving television scene. So many yeah. people I know watch these shows, yeah. like Married at First Sight, The Bachelor, Australia, oh, whatever, Survivor. Reality shows are so cheap to produce, <laughs> but like the. Like, I think people, if you give them something awesome to watch, they will watch it. Yeah, totally. And if you're just taking, like, it's an untapped potential because you've got 
so many talented artists, comedians, itching, musicians. Itching to make whatever they want to make. Yeah, and and like to be able to show it off in your home country and have it be like put on the world stage through the and not have the to lens. Go, not have to go to America to film your Netflix special. Your Netflix <laughs> television show. <laughs> that it's not there's many examples of people going like, well, we can't get our thing made here, so we have to go to America, we have to go to UK, and then they'll make it there, and then people are like, Oh, maybe we should let them make it here. And they're like, yeah, finally. <laughs> yeah. No, I, that's a that's a very interesting concept. Yeah. Legit, like, oh, no one's listening to us here. We'll go off and we'll get it made there, and then we get big there, and they're like Oh, come come back to Australia and you can make some more stuff here. And they're like, why? Why would I? And it it sucks when you see like even actors mm. go like, oh, I'm just going to work in Australia until I can move and move to America, That's and then it. I make it big in America. If Catherine Langford, if you're listening to this, this is not to you. <laughs> or or um, Chris Hemsworth. Or Chris Hemsworth or Rebel Wilson. These aren't, these aren't. If you're listening to this podcast right now, this isn't pointed at you. <laughs> Chris, it's all right, man. Rebel. Slay, um, we're here. <laughs> we love you, um, but no, that's the thing. It's it, it's we we we've they've Australia's kind of just bred the culture of just like work until Australia until you fucking get out of here. And it's like why 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 are we doing that? Yeah, why do you have to leave when it's so freaking awesome here? Because you see, in like America's like the American dream, land of the free, yada 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 blah 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 blah. Um, blah. A lot Whatever. Of people, even people in the UK go like, I'm going to go and see if I can make it in America. Yeah. Some of them. I mean, I had like scary cases like Tim Mitchin. Oh, like, yeah. Tim Mitchin failed when he first went to America. Really? Failed hard on his ass. <laughs> really? Yeah. He made oh, some musical uh, on some popular thing that just, I, th- I think not Beetlejuice. He did a musical and it flopped, and then he did Californication, which also flopped, and then he was like, fuck this, I'm going to go back to Australia, wrote Matilda, the musical, and he's huge again. <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to, like, am I thinking of the right guy? Is that the guy that did, I like playing F major, I think and I maybe. like singing in F sharp? Maybe, I'm not too sure. He has big, it could be. big red hair. And he plays the piano. Does he wear eyeliner? Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah, about okay, okay, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, he went to America and he flopped. For the first, when he first went over, and it's like, oh, if Tim Mitchin can flop, holy shit! <laughs> yeah, how can I make it? Like, um, but then he did Matilda, and then they were like, oh, you're good at what Boxing you do. Sing Matilda, not that one. <laughs> not not that not that Matilda. Matilda the musical. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know the one. <laughs> I'm a theater kid. I know. I know both, the basics, bro. We are both theater kids. You gotta have the basics. Oh yeah, what do you think of uh, uh, we are uh hairspray? Oh yeah, great. T- oh, I was just trying. To, I was singing under you, um, so we didn't get copyright. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and it's like, well, if he can flop, <laughs> any and like, but people in the UK, they don't have to leave the UK to then continually make money and to be huge names. Mm. The amount of like small BBC shows that just have like David Tennant in it. <laughs> well, David I... Tennant, Martin Freeman, fucking all these guys that just like, st- like Olivia Coleman could just stay in a, in the UK and just continue to make just as much money and be just as big as a name. I guess in Australia, the only formula is to be a big fish in a small pond. Yeah. Because Auntie Donna, 
they are, you know, they're selling out big shows yeah. all across yeah. Australia. And they know if they go to America, they're probably not going to No, do they, that. they do well in America. Really? Yeah. Yeah, wow! Because they originally they did like SF Sketch Fests and stuff, the San Francisco Sketch Comedy Festival. They've been doing this forever. And, man. Yeah, they did pretty well over there. That, that, it was a scary time because they didn't have like that defined audience, but people were still going out to see them because people wanted to see comedy in, mm. in America whenever they could find it. <laughs> right. Anyway, I think about this a lot. <laughs> How do you view the American music scene compared to Australia? Because I feel like that's almost the opposite in Australia. Like, I feel like the Australian music scene is leaps and bounds ahead of the American music scene. American music scene is sort of like, if you're not big, you're not. Yeah. Here in Australia, you have some great places. Like, if you start up a band, you will get some really cool venues without needing to grind forever and ever and ever and ever. And there is, like, a real, like, supportive, like... Indie culture. Indie, yeah. Like, it's almost like whilst you're small, Mm. you are welcome as a small band. Yeah. And if you get bigger, it's like people just welcome you even more. Like, Spacey Jane is a good example. They're they're not freaking massive, massive. They're not in space. But, you know, a lot of people know who they are, and they started out, I assume, just by... Yeah. Doing like, you know, workers club yeah, sort probably. of stuff. Probably. <laughs> and like, we know someone that's played the workers club. Yeah. So like to, to have that opportunity so like close yeah, and have such a scene where people are like, hell yeah. Yeah. And like, of course we have a, a, a friend of ours, Kayla. <laughs> yes, Kayla. Hi Kayla. Hello Kayla. You, hopefully you're listening. Um, yeah, we'll see if she gets this yeah. far in. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but she goes to so many like of these so bands many. that are probably quite small. I think yeah. I assume they are. Um, but there's there's fans for small bands. But there's fans for small bands. People pay yeah their fifteen twenty bucks to to go and out. We'll buy the merch and we'll buy. Yeah, and we'll it's wear like, the, like there's even like Australian band merch day, right? Yeah, yeah. Australian music t-shirt day or something. It really is like a culture around supporting artists. Supporting small artists. And it's nuts, man. It's so cool. I like, we love to see it. But I, yeah, I feel like in America, it's it's a very capital, like the music scene is very a capitalist-based music scene. If you want to get big in America as an artist, or at least with like yeah. what I'm familiar with, which is like rock, punk rock, you, you gotta basically have- need to get the attention of a bigger band and then open yeah. up for them. Or you got to have like the perfect demo, and then you got to send it to all the fucking like record labels and companies, and maybe they'll produce it. Yeah, an EP, and then yada yada yada. Honestly, the way it's shifting now is people are doing it themselves. Yeah, like they are. I feel like there are a lot of like backyard concerts and all that kind of stuff happening, probably in America. Maybe like what I mean by doing it themselves is they're like not uh, signing. Yeah, like they're they're producing it themselves. Yeah, recording, releasing it themselves, and like getting all of that. Yeah, bypassing the label, and when you keep it small, like you can, you don't need as much yeah. to make a living off it. Yeah, and that's sort of like what's happening here in Australia. Like, if you're getting, if your band is getting a hundred percent of ticket sales, exactly. you don't need to sell an arena. No, you need to sell a small venue with like. 30, 50 people, yeah. maybe. And like that's when you're starting out. 
30 to 50 people when you're starting out, probably 10 of them are going to be your mates. Yeah. Probably but then, more. but then, like, well, yeah, and then after that, like, you saw this with your comedy show, yeah, like, it doesn't, like, you don't need much to make. Oh yeah, it starts with it's a it's a it's a circle system where it's just like yeah, you got your inner you got your inner circle, which is just like your fans and family that will always come and see you no <laughs> yeah. matter what. Yeah. And then you got to reach like the bigger circles, which are like people who don't even know you personally. Like, <laughs> yeah. People but who know you because of your work. I guess there's like this culture of like going out. Yeah. And it's not just like and seeing a band you don't know. Well, yeah. Like with your comedy festival, like you sort of have to go to it. Yeah. And like that's a bit of like a a hindrance yeah. for you because of what other people are doing, at least in the music scene in Australia. Yeah. Is they, you know, I, I'm sure there's many people who just show up on Brunswick. Or whatever. You're like, oh, there's a band playing. There's there. band playing. Let's go and see him. It's like a part of the night. Yeah. And it's it's it's. I there guess some, it's, it's an easier comedy, sell. There are some comedy punters who will just get, rock up to a place and be like, oh, there's comedy going on here. Let's go check it. Yeah, yeah I know someone who did that. There's some comedy. I I I don't. I have. I don't. I, I'm just very well aware of what com what comedy is happening where. So I'll, I usually go directly to the comedy places. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's. That only that doesn't only happen, but it often happens only in yeah. the the but comedy it, festival but period. Also, oh, there's there's other there's like open mics, comedy open mics that, but that's only if you like are walking. You past, have to be like really into yeah. it, like the music or festival things the year round. You're, you're walking past an area and you see like a sign that just says comedy lineup, come to it, and you're like, oh yeah, all right, I'll go to that maybe. Or <laughs> you go to the venue and say, oh comedy Thursday nights, I'll come back on Thursday nights. It's almost I like, like there needs to be. A, a, a similar culture adopted for the comedian or comedy sphere that what the music yeah. thing has in Melbourne. It is strange because it is definitely less of a party atmosphere. It is just you are watching entertainment instead of like you are getting a vibe. <laughs> yeah, I, I you can't I don't dance really, to comedy. <laughs> yeah, because when a band's playing, you can like talk to your friend, and be like, "Oh my god, how good!" But if you if you if you're watching comedy, show and you're like, "Oh my god, how good is this comedian?" Mate, you're doing great. Yeah, you, that would be like, get the fuck out of my show. Yeah, <laughs> but and I mean, like, you got like Triple J Hottest One Hundred. Yeah, oh, that's listened to around the fucking world. <laughs> yeah, you make it on, you make it on that. They don't do Triple J Hottest One Hundred jokes. <laughs> hottest, hottest one hundred jokes of the year. But yeah, that's that is the thing where it does. With the music scene, you can easily just build up your audience by just like doing, just like just gigs. playing gigs. Yeah, where people will show. Whereas in a, when in comedy, it's just like ah, oh, you might see me four or five times and then be like, oh, I think I've seen him before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, I have. Oh yeah, he's cool. Oh, you might see my name on the line and be like, oh. Yeah, he's he's all right. Well, Jet, if you ever want to learn how to play bass guitar, you, oh, we can start a band. It's easy. <laughs> I'm just making all the bass guitarists get really upset. It's it, it's probably one of the easiest to pick up. Well, not as easy as the triangle, Mate, <laughs> the triangle or the uh, the maracas. What what sort of music would Jet Bond make? Fucked. Oh, I don't know. Has anyone made an album where every song is a different genre? I don't think so. Can we just do an album where everything is just you screaming? Ah, I'm 
so upset right now. That's what your music sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> no! That's, that's you called me out. You found our secret yeah, formula. It's just like, I'm very upset by my surroundings. Oh, God. When people break it down so much, <laughs> it's just so like, aww. Tell a joke, man. You're a comedian. Okay, um, I, was, I was reflecting on mirrors the other day. It's the end of the joke. Shall we? Shall, shall we wrap? 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 Up a Christmas present for our sh- number one viewer. Sh- uh, oh, let's do a wrap. No. No, I'll make. Do you want to make. No, me? we can't do a wrap. Arnie Donna did a wrap in their podcast. Oh. I know. Oh. Now we can't, we can't really touch like improvised rapping because they do it. I know. Yeah. I wish I, I wish I could. How about we do an, how about we do an, a well, emo song? Oh, f- let's yeah, make an would. emo song. Like you a verse. Make up an all, emo right. Song. all right. All right. <laughs> well, let's make a verse. All right. Okay. So what's, what's, what are we, what, what, okay. I wish you were my mom and I hate you so much. I I'm gonna leave this town and find my way out of here. Oh, that's such a, that's just like some 41, right? No, <laughs> that just sounded like some 41. Dude, you called me out, man. <laughs> that just sounded like a genuine some 41 song. I don't know where I'll find my way. I'll grab my skateboard and get out of your way. Cause you don't understand me. You don't like to stand by me. I will find another one who appreciates me. Yeah, we just ran me three times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you picked up on that, but I did. <laughs> um, yeah, thanks. Thanks for listening, guys. We appreciate every single one of you who've made it this far into the podcast. <laughs> We really do. You know, some people did make it to the end of the last one. Yeah, and they one. sent us the, those emojis that we yeah. sent them. So, okay. I forgot. That was what that was. People just sent me random emojis. And I was like, fuck, that's what? weird. What does this mean? Okay, okay. <laughs> well, I'd wait. forgotten. So if you have made it this far into the podcast. What's the emoji this week? I don't know what the... um. Send us... The race car emoji and then the 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 racing flag emoji. All right, we'll let we'll let the people decide. Let America decide. America. Oh no! You started me. Oh no! I'm, I, in, I'm in a singing mood I now. Know. I'm so sorry. I've done that to you. All right. Anyway, all right. Get the fuck out of here. Bye. Stop listening. Get out, get out of here. Some, oh, Leif coughed on the podcast. Uh, yeah. Leif coughed on the don't, podcast. Don't, Leif coughed on the podcast. Leif coughed on the podcast. I'm embarrassed already. You don't need to point it out, Leif man. Leif coughed on the podcast. Oh, uh, shit. I'm fucking done. You know what? I don't have to take this. Oh, no. Mm-hmm.